We are on Yevamos Samach Gimel Amanal, the top of 63a. Once again, our learning should be a merit for a complete and speedy recovery for Avi Chaim Ben Chava. Uh, the Gemara now, we sort of went uh, into a side topic about marriage in the last recording. And so the Gemara, for this entire page really, is going into a bunch of different side topics, interesting, random uh, topics. It starts off with uh, seven statements from Rav Lazar. The reason why, once we started off with uh, discussing some statements of Rav Lazar, because it has to do with marriage, as we will see. So then it continues on with other statements of Rav Lazar that have nothing to do with marriage, but just random statements. These are all interesting uh, statements, and then it goes into some other side topics. Um, and so we will see that in this uh, Gemara. So the Gemara says as follows. Seven statements. Amar Rav Lazar. Rav Lazar says, Kol Adam she'en lo isha eno Adam. It says that any person who is not married is not an Adam, is not a person. Obviously, it doesn't mean that they're not a person. It means they're not complete, as we've discussed in the last recording. They're not uh, complete. Um, and Vayikra es Shemam, because the verse says, Vayikra es Shemam Adam. After Hashem created a man and woman and they were married, so then he referred to them as Adam. Vamar Balazar, that's statement number one, statement number two, Kol Adam Shinlo Karkaino Adam, Shinamar Shamim Shamim La Sham Vaart and Son of Ne Adam. That is he says that a person who doesn't own the land is not a person, is not a complete person. And he quotes a verse also saying that the, the, the heavens belong to God and the land belongs to Adam, to mankind, and uh, a person in order to be complete in a similar sense, uh, or in a different sense. Uh, in terms of ownership of, of a piece of land, so then that's what's necessary in order to be uh, viewed as Adam, as a, as a complete whole person. Va'amar Abelazar, Abelazar continues to say, What does it mean? What does it mean in the verse, in the beginning of the Torah, it says with Adam and Eve, with Adam and Chava, that I will make for you an Ezer Kenegdo, somebody who will help you, who will be against you. What does it mean it will help you and be against you? So Abelazar explains, Zacha uzrasa lo zacha kenegdo. That if you merit it, so then uh, your wife will help you. Uh, and if you work on it and merit it on the marriage, so then she will help you. And if not, she will be against you. If you do not merit it, she will be against you as wife. Ikadamri, there are those who explain as follows. Rabbi Lazar Rami Ksiv, kenegdo verkarinan kenegdo. It says uh, there's a different way in terms of. Uh, how it is written and how we read it in the Torah. It's written kenagdo, which means that uh, she's whipping him, and we read it as kenegdo, which is corresponding to him. And so the same idea, zacha kenagdo lo zacha minagadto. That if he merits it, so then she will correspond to him, and if not, so then she will whip him. Will be uh, against him. There is. Uh, some of the commentators explain that what does it mean, Ezer Kenegdo, that she's there to help him, but is against him, is that, no, that's exactly the point, that uh, the wife is there to uh, give a different perspective. You have two people with two different perspectives, uh, different personalities, different uh, ways of dealing with things, and that it's because the two of them, they have to work together to appreciate the other position in terms of how to handle difficult and uh, you know situations that come up in life. Um, and so... You need that one who has a difference, who is sort of in the short term going against you, but really in the long term it's there to help you out, to help you deal and navigate 
uh, different situations in life. And that's what it means, Ezer Kinegdo, that she's there to uh, help you, but also the way she helps you, the way the two of them help each other, is by giving a different perspective and sometimes going against initially. Okay, the Gemara continues on a side topic. Ashichai Rabbi Yossi Eliyahu. Rabbi Yossi found, finds Eliyahu. Sometimes Eliyahu is uh, not in body form. Here he is in body form, uh, the famous Eliyahu. And he see, found Eliyahu. It says that she helps her husband. What does it mean that a, a wife helps her husband? So Eliyahu responds. Seems to be a, a pretty uh, simple answer. But we'll see what the depth is in a second. Um, he responds, A man, he brings home wheat. And does he chew it and just eat the wheat, the raw wheat kernels? Does he eat it? Or let's say he brings home flax. Does he just wear the unprocessed flax? How does this work? But she has to help him out. She helps him out. Uh, illuminate his eyes and puts him uh, puts him to work. And the idea could be here that uh, a man, they come up with the big ideas. They have the big ideas. This is the depth that Eliyahu is telling us. He comes up with the big ideas, but they aren't as detail-oriented in terms of how to practically execute uh, with these ideas. And so she is there to help uh, execute and uh, to plan and to, with the fine details of, of, the, uh, of the bigger idea. And that is what Eliyahu is saying. Back to Rabbi Lazar. Amr Rabbi Lazar, his fourth statement. It says, finally now, when Adam finally meets Adam, meets with Chava, with Eve, it says, now I know uh, that uh, that my bone is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. The implication is that now, as opposed to before. That means that uh, Adam had... Uh, sexual relations with all the animals and nothing was really uh, a fit until he had relations with Chava and then he realized that this is really the one. Uh, some of the commentators say that this is meant to be taken literally, although it is difficult to understand how this is meant to be taken literally. Um, how could it be that he had sexual relations with the animals? First of all, it's not allowed. Um, the other questions that are asked, uh, but others explain that it doesn't mean to be taken literally, but the idea is that... Um, they, uh, he understood them very well. He also, the verse says that he gave the animals names. And names is just, not just the names of the animals, but it's really their essence. And he realized that their essence of understanding them well uh, did not fit with Adam, did not fit with mankind, until he met with Chava, until he saw Chava, Eve. Then he realized that this is really the one for me. Her essence fits uh, with with uh, what man needs. Rabbi continues, The verse says with regards to Avram, that Hashem will bless you. So there's a play on words with V'nivrechu, and it says, Hashem said to Avram, That there are, it has to do with grafting. L'avriach is to graft. There are two good shoots to graft into you. And it's referring to Rus, the famous uh, Rus HaMoviyah, the converts, is saying that the converts are really, even though they're not Jewish, they weren't born Jewish, they become Jewish and they are grafted into you. Which is why we say that the convert, their their parents, when we when we call them up, that's Ben or Bas Avram Avinu, the, the, the son or daughter of Avram, because it's now connected to you, even though they weren't born Jewish, but now by converting like Rus, 
the famous Rus the, of the the Moavite. So she converted also Nama Nama the, from Ammon, who had uh, many uh, descendants who were great uh, great tzaddikim. Um, and these two converts, they are viewed as really being branched onto, and it really reflects all converts that they were branched onto uh, uh, onto Avram and are connected to Avram. Okay, statement number six. Sorry, Daros Baadama in Misbarchos Ella Bishvil Yisrael. Sorry, this isn't statement number six, but this is just a continuation because it's based on the verse. This is sort of a side topic, and it says that uh, even the families who dwell seemingly like cavemen. Uh, they are only blessed because of the Jewish people and also all those, everybody, the entire world is impacted uh, between, it says, between Gallia and Spain. Unclear what Gallia is, whether it's France or Italy um, and Spain uh, and those who are on the ships, meaning they're far away from mainland, far away from regular civilization and they're on the ships all the time. They too are only blessed because of uh, the Jewish people, that the Jewish people have a significant impact, a huge impact on the world and the direction of the world that impacts even the cavemen, even those who are on the ships and they have little encounters during the days of the Talmud uh, with uh, with regular civilization. Amar Rebbe Lazar, now we're up to the sixth statement of Rebbe Lazar. As the verse says, As the verse says, uh, Rabbi Lazar says that in the future, in the days of Mashiach, um, everyone will return to becoming farmers. They'll be coming to farmers. Um, and some want to explain that what exactly does this mean? It means that they'll be satisfied with less. They won't have to be, as we'll see, he, in the next couple of lines, they say that it's better to be a businessman rather than a farmer. It's more successful. It means that they'll be, su- they'll be sufficient with less. They don't want to have as much, they're less materialistic, you could be a farmer and and live with will live with less in the days of Mashiach. Okay, let's go on. Amar Blazer, his last name is Ein Lacha Umnes Pchuzam Karka. He says there's no lower uh, livelihood rather than cultivating the land. So that could either mean, uh, as we mentioned before, becoming a becoming a farmer. Um, it seems to be it's in contradiction. It seems like it was a good thing before. Some say it's a good thing to have to own a home in terms of, in that sense, but maybe not to farm. Um, or maybe it's good to farm for your own family, for your own family's needs, uh, but not uh, not as a as a livelihood um, to sell to sell the produce. Uh, but he says there's no lower there's no lower livelihood than being a farmer. Shenemar veYardu. Okay, the Gemara now continues. Rabbi Lazar once saw a certain piece of land, this Shadi Bay in which the cabbage was planted based on the width, which was not the right way to do it. It's really supposed to be on the length. And he said to him, Amarlai, E Tishdayil Urkech, if you're even if you did it the right way, if you did it by the length, it's better for you to be uh, in business rather than being a farmer. Basically, better to go into business, you'll be more successful in uh, in business. Okay, the Gemara now continues. Rav Olavini Shivli, Chazinu de Kanaifon. Rav, he entered into a field and he saw that the the uh there was they were rustling against each other, um, and he said Amr Luhu. He was ta- as if he was talking to 
to, to that which is rustling. Um, he said basically, uh, you could you could wave all you want, but in the end, it's better for you uh, to buy and sell, to go into business. Basically, a very similar uh, statement: better to go into business rather than to go into farming in terms of being financially successful. Amar Rava, Rava now says, Maya zuzi biska. If a person spends a hundred zuz, a hundred uh, currency, a hundred zuz in business, kol yoma b'sar v'chamra. So then, kol yoma every day. Um, he will have meat and wine every day. But if he spends 100 zuz when it comes to farming, so then only milcha, uh, sorry, milcha ve uh, chafura. That uh, if you spend uh, invest 100 zuz in the farming land, so then you'll eat every day salt with uh, immature sprouts. But it's even worse than that when you're farming. You're going to have to protect your land. You always get into legal disputes with your land. Who owns the land? Better not to go into farming. There's so many difficulties and the, 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 the gain is not so great as much as, uh, as, much as going into business. Okay, Amara Papa, more statements about, about this. Zravalo Tisbin says you can plant, better to plant grain for, your, for the needs of your own home. Um... For your own home, as opposed to purchasing it from the field, uh, even though if it costs the same amount to plant it yourself versus buying it in the in the market, it's still it's better for you to buy it, as Rashi explains, because there's greater blessing when it comes from your own. If something which comes from your own, there is greater blessing. The Gemara continues: Zavin velotiz, Better to sell your possessions. And that, a new random statement: Better to sell your possessions and not become poor. You should make sure to sell your possessions so that you don't become poor if you're, unfortunately, in such a scenario. The Gemara qualifies and says, Hani mili bistarki av a glimi lo. He says, this only applies when it comes to your household, uh, for, uh, the rugs, the carpets, things like that. So that you should sell. But when it comes to garments, when it comes to garments that you don't sell, um, because mitramile, because you're you're afraid that you're never going to find as as good of a, of a clothing. Let's say you sell your clothing, and then you need to buy new clothing. You you're able to you get back into it, and you're more successful financially. But now you need to want to buy your clothing back, or something similar. But maybe you won't be able to find it. You might not be able to find it, and um, uh, you'll be left without uh, good quality clothing. Um, so it's better you could sell your your your. Uh, what you have in your house with the rugs and the carpets, but you shouldn't sell your own clothing. The Gemara continues with other random statements. Tom below to shopitz. If there is a hole in a weak wall, it's better to plug it immediately, but do not enlarge it to make it look nicer in order to rebrick it and to plaster it. However, shofot below binyan mis maskein. If you're the type of person who wants, you need it to look nice, very very nice. So then you should do that. You could plaster it, but you have to make sure not to just don't knock down the entire wall. Don't knock down the entire wall. Why? Because anytime you're involved in construction, it makes you poor. You think it only costs a certain amount, but then it, uh, build, it builds up and up. Um, and so it's better. Don't don't knock down the whole wall. You have no idea how much it's going to cost you in the end. Even if they give you one price in the beginning, it's a different price in the end. Uh, so don't do that. The Gemara continues. Jump to the opportunity to buy land. You should try to find a way to buy land. If you have an opportunity to buy land, you should buy land. Some explain because this is a way uh, you're not holding cash the entire time. You're able to store your cash through land. 
be deliberate when taking a wife. Make sure to marry somebody and you should you should uh, look into it, into the marriage to make sure that she's the right one for you, that she has the proper midos, the proper character trait, uh, and that you connect well together uh, when you are looking for a spouse. And then it continues, it says, It says, go down a step to find, to find a wife. What exactly does that mean? It means, the commentators explain, uh, that it means that you should find somebody who is in a similar social standing, uh, so that you have a similar backgrounds, you can relate to each other better, something like that. But you shouldn't uh, go out of your way to find something uh, to find a wife who is on a higher, on a greater social standing, because then it might not be the the right fit in terms of how you deal with different issues in in life, and you can come to a certain disagreements. Um, another statement: Sak darga bechar. Shushvina, you should, but we should go up a step when you're looking for a confidant, looking to, to have a friend who you can really talk to, one-on-one, and you could talk to, and not that you should uh, share everything, you don't share everything uh, and all, all issues that you have to the entire world, you usually have one or two close friends that you could talk to, when you have those friends, you should really, you should find somebody who is greater than you, that you could talk to, somebody who you respect greatly uh, and deeply, and that's the person who you should uh, talk to you when you are dealing with different issues. Uh, one more line. Amar Lazar bar Avina. Something similar to what we had before, and which is why we're mentioning it now. It says, Misfortune does not come into the world, any part of the world, except for because of the Jewish people. That You might think that something that happens in a place where there are no Jews, no, that has nothing, you think that has nothing to do with the Jews, no. Every single thing that happens, it's because of uh, anything that happens, uh, any 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 misfortune, any punishment, uh, clear punishment that happens to a certain group of people, it's because of the Jewish people. Shenamar, as the verse says, that uh, even if something happens not related to you, think it has nothing to do with the Jews, but really it does have to do with the Jews. Okay, so that... Um, uh, that will be uh, the end of uh, this uh, this part of the Gemara. The Gemara will continue with other statements related to marriage, not not connected to marriage, other random statements. This is a very interesting page of Gemara with uh, very interesting random uh, statements from our great rabbis.